Welcome to the Stirring Hearts Podcast. My name is Lori Adams, and I'll be your host. I'm a wife, mom, and Mima to four little angels. You know, in all the years that I've been in ministry, ministering to women has truly been my passion. The Lord has given me a heart to inspire, encourage, and impact women just like you. The Stirring Hearts Podcast is designed to stir up your heart into a deeper, more intimate relationship with Jesus. Jesus, the lover of your soul, not to stir your emotions, but to stir the spirit of God that dwells inside you. And by doing so, we will learn to live out the greatest commandment given to us by Jesus, to love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. My prayer is that your hunger for Jesus will go stronger every time you listen to this podcast. So join me today, sisters, as we stir our hearts for personal revival. Well, hey, sweet sister, welcome to the very first episode of the Stirring Hearts podcast. Again, my name is Lori, and I am your host, and hopefully soon to be close sister in Christ. I am really so very blessed that you are here, and I really look forward to the journey that we are about to take together. You know, this podcast has been bathed in prayer, and my prayer is that the Lord would be glorified in it all. You know, I felt it was only right that I take this very first episode and tell you a little bit about myself and share my heart for the podcast and why I even started it. So I'd like to give you a little bit of a history about myself. And if Lord willing, you decide to listen to this podcast regularly, it's only right that you know a little bit about me. Well, I have been married to my husband, Mike, for 36 years at the time of this recording. We have two adult children and four beautiful grandchildren. Of course, I know I am not biased. Our daughter and son-in-law, they live in Colorado Springs, and they are the ones that have given us our sweet little grandkids. Now, our son, he lives in Kentucky, and he is single. (laughs) And Lord willing, he will soon find the woman the Lord has for him. And finally, the last member of our immediate family is Harley. (laughs) Harley is almost two years old, and he is what they call a teddy bear dog. He is a mix of a Shih Tzu and a Bichon, and we love him, and he brings us such great joy. All right, well, let me take you back a little bit and share with you how I came to Saving Faith. Well, my mom who is 90 years old right now, she turned 90 in August, she became a believer when I was seven years old. That was 50 years ago. You can do the math and figure out how old I am. My mom was radically saved. I can't ever remember a time in our lives where Jesus wasn't first and foremost in our daily lives. And that was all because of what my mom had in her salvation and her deep love for Jesus. Recently, I found a letter that I had written to my mom while I was in high school. Now, this was way before email and texting. Yes, I wrote her a letter. And I told her all kinds of things in this letter. But the one thing that stood out to me was I told my mom, that I wanted to be 
a preacher when I grew up. Yes, a preacher. Oh my goodness, the innocence of young minds. I had no idea what that would entail or the possible limitations that would be placed on me. But what the letter reminded me was, is that I've always and forever wanted to tell people about Jesus. You know, the reality is, as followers of Jesus, we should all be preachers, if you will, of the word of God daily. How we live our lives, how we love God and others. Okay, I digress. Back to my story. Well, I did grow up and I didn't become a preacher, at least not right away. I got married, we began our family, and I did work outside the home on and off for a while. But then one day, the Lord opened a door and I went to work on staff at the church that we were attending at the time. And I worked there for about eight years from 2010 to 2018. Um, At the beginning of this, I was actually working in the accounting department, which is kind of interesting and crazy because I really did hate math in school. Not sure how that happened. But within a few years, the Lord opened another door of opportunity for me, and I became part of the women's ministry leadership team. And eventually, as the Lord would have it, I would become the leader and the director of the women's ministry. And I did that for about four years. Now, I must tell you, In that time, I truly felt I had found my calling. I felt like I had finally attained my long ago desire to be a preacher, if you will. I loved ministering to women. I still do. But in the beginning of 2018, I could sense the Lord was doing something. Couldn't quite put my finger on it. But by the middle of that year, he really started to unfold his plans. And I began praying and seeking him even more. Day by day, it became more and more clear. And even though it was clear, it took me completely by surprise. I knew that if I spoke with my husband, Mike, he would be the barometer for me to tell me whether I was crazy or I was really following the Lord's leading. Well, I sat down with Mike, I shared with him what I believed the Lord was asking me to do, and it was obvious the Lord had been dealing with Mike as well, as he agreed and he was in complete support of what the Lord was showing me. (laughs) So now you're probably wondering, okay, Lori, well, what was it the Lord was asking you to do? Well, here it is. The Lord was asking me to step down from ministry and from my job and just seek him. This made no sense. None at all. Because you see, the ministry was flourishing and it was growing. And I felt like I had so much more to give. But because it was so clear to me what he was asking me to do, even though it made absolutely no sense, I still obeyed. It was hard. People around me didn't even understand what or why I was doing what I was doing. You know, we can say a lot of things and we can pretend that we're going to do things when things get hard. But what happens when the rubber really meets the road? What do we actually do? Will we do the hard thing? See, I've always told myself that nothing can come between me and my relationship with Jesus nothing, not even ministry 
can be bigger than him. So in November of 2018, I stepped down from the ministry I so dearly loved and my position on staff. Again, it was so hard, but I had no doubt that I had done the right thing. But a few months into my obedience, oh, I took things back into my own hands. Now, I am sure that none of you have ever done that, right? Oh, I just knew that the Lord must be wanting me to start my own ministry. Surely he must have bigger and better things planned for me. My goodness, how we can deceive ourselves. The truth of the matter was, is that the Holy Spirit was ever so gently leading me into, you got it, the desert. Ugh, the desert, the wilderness. Have you ever experienced the wilderness in your walk with the Lord? Oh, I'm pretty sure I can hear you saying, yes, Lori, yes, I have. Now, I must tell you, this isn't the first time for me. But one thing about the wilderness, if you submit, surrender, and seek to what the Lord is doing, you will always come out more refined by the heat, more humble by the journey, and closer and more in love with Jesus if you let him lead you through to be your good shepherd. That is good news. Now, this particular wilderness season that I was in, it would last for almost four years. Now, we all know that wilderness seasons are filled with mountaintops and with valleys. It just seems like the valleys are a whole lot more. Now, I could spend an entire episode telling you about all that took place during this wilderness season. However, I will not do that. But as you can imagine, if it was almost four years long, a lot happened It was difficult and it was painful. Listen, sister, I experienced things like fear and anxiety and mild depression and loneliness and health issues, which I'm kind of still dealing with. Financial concerns. Hello, I'd stepped down from my job. Weariness. I was absorbed with myself. Dryness in my relationship with Jesus. Confusion, doubt, frustration. I mean, I think you get the picture. However, despite all that, It's so important that you know this. I never stopped seeking and crying out to the Lord in the midst of it all. Now, please do not hear that I am something so amazing because I am so far from that. I have never felt weaker in all of my life. I need you to hear that I did what I only knew to do. Because you see, this had been the rhythm in my relationship with Jesus for years, getting up early and spending time in his word and in prayer. But at this point, it had become robotic, dry, and empty. But I still showed up. Now let's take a quick little bunny trail. I'm a bunny trail kind of gal. However, this one is going to be a planned one. Now let me start by saying this. If you wait until you're in the wilderness to seek the face of God, the wilderness will overwhelm you as you have no spiritual reservoir. Spiritually speaking, you must have daily bread and living water every single day. That's Jesus. That's relationship. 
That's the spiritual reservoir you will need to have as you enter any wilderness season. Well, by God's grace, I had that spiritual discipline of making my quiet time a priority with the Lord, pulling up the chair to the table or to my desk to receive the daily spiritual feast the Lord had prepared for me. Oh, was it perfect and glorious every day? Absolutely not. But I knew I needed it no matter what. That's the only way that you can have relationship. You must show up and make it a priority. You can't think that you're going to pull up to your bank and draw out money out of your savings account when you've never, ever made any deposits. The question is, are you making daily spiritual deposits into your relationship with Jesus? Matthew 6.33 says, But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. Well, my prayer for this podcast is your heart will be stirred after listening and cause you to want to seek hard after Jesus on your own. Okay, back to my story. So in April of this year, 2022, again, I could sense the Lord was starting to do something. And as each month passed, he began to make it more clear. It was obvious to me that the Lord had finally cleared the way for me to get back into ministry and community and start this podcast, revamp my website, and begin to minister to women again. The very thing I love so much. His timing is perfect. So why a podcast? Well, I love to talk. (laughs) You remember that part about me wanting to be a preacher? Well, a podcast is a perfect venue for me to be a preacher. But all kidding aside, I really don't want to preach. I want to encourage, inspire, and stir your heart to make Jesus the most important relationship you will ever have, an eternal relationship. And the source we will use to help us attain that is the very Word of God. Hebrews 4.12 says this, For the word of God is alive and powerful. It is sharper than the sharpest two-edged sword, cutting between soul and spirit, between joint and marrow. It exposes our innermost thoughts and desires. The word of God, with the help of the Holy Spirit, is the only thing that can penetrate the heart, mind, and soul. The inner man or woman Hmm, the heart. (laughs) Does it really matter to God? Well, did you know that according to the Strong's Exhaustive Concordance, it says that the word heart is mentioned 826 times in the Bible. So I would say, yes, yes, the heart does matter to God. But let's start off by having a working definition of of what the heart is as we move forward. Okay, the term heart in the Bible usually refers to the central core of a man or woman, the inner person. The heart is this is seen as the seat of emotions, aspirations, and beliefs. It's therefore part of the soul of a person. You see, sister, the heart and the soul, they go together. The heart is the part of our souls that needs daily renewing 
and to grow spiritually. Now, here's the truth. Trials, deserts, and the wilderness seem to be the place where we grow the most. That's just a reality. But the Lord never wastes anything. James 1, 2 through 4 says, My fellow believers, when it seems as though you are facing nothing but difficulties, see it as an invaluable opportunity to experience the greatest joy that you can. For you know that when your faith is tested, it stirs up the power of endurance. And then as your endurance grows even stronger, it will release perfection into every part of your being until there is nothing missing and nothing lacking. Did you know that our hearts can be stirred for either good or bad? Well, they can. Our hearts can be hard or soft, divided or united, fearful or trusting, crushed or cheerful, wounded or healed, emptied or filled. They can also hold treasures, be written on, be searched, be known, be purified and made holy. No matter what, our hearts must be reborn and renewed every single day. It's an ongoing process. The condition of our heart really does matter to the Lord. It's what he looks at. First Samuel 16, 7 says, remember this, the Lord is speaking and he's talking to Samuel and he says, people judge by outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. Here is the good news. Jesus will come after our hearts first and foremost to do his mighty work. Listen to this beautiful quote that I recently read. It says this, over and over again, Jesus will faithfully come and woo your hearts until you are totally his. Your passion may not be fully awakened to his love, But if it's your desire, he will not disappoint. Jesus knows exactly what you need and precisely how to stir your love. All you must do is ask. Oh, sister, there is such hope in that quote. Jesus will come after us over and over again. My prayer is our hearts will remain tender toward his leading That's what I want this podcast to do. As our hearts are made new, we can begin to experience personal revival. Praise the Lord. Well, maybe you're asking yourself, okay, Lori, well, what will this podcast look like moving forward? What can we expect to hear from you each and every week? Well, each week we will have stirring scriptures, if you will, passages that we will dive into deeper but not just for information or more knowledge, but for true transformation, for the renewing of our heart, mind, and soul, and most importantly, to see Jesus in it all. You know, when I decided to start this podcast, oh, I did a lot of research because listen, I was really green. I had no idea what was what I was doing. And trust me, there is a lot of information out there. And I mean a lot. At one point, I truly did start to feel overwhelmed thinking, okay, I don't think I can do this. You know, who's right? Who do I listen to? Which way do I go? Do I use this or that to help me on the journey? I finally just had to take a deep breath 
and say, okay, Lori, you stay in your lane. You're new. You take one step at a time and move forward. Well, the truth is there is no shortage of information out there about being a Christian or a Christ follower. Some of it's good and some of it, not so much. There's Bible studies and books and apps and journals and churches and all kinds of different Bibles even to choose from. And some of these things are wonderful and they are necessary and we are blessed to have them. But please hear this. If we aren't careful, we can get overloaded with the things available to us to quote unquote, have a deeper relationship with Jesus and still miss Jesus. He is not the means to the end. He is the end. He is the treasure. He is who we are seeking after. More knowledge and information will not stir or transform our hearts. Jesus, just Jesus will do that. You know, the greatest way to see him, to find him, and to know him are found on the pages of scripture And that is my goal. Once you've listened to this podcast, I pray your heart will be stirred to dive deeper into the word of God on your own time, to make worship and prayer a priority and make your relationship with Jesus the very most important thing, to be making those daily deposits that we talked about earlier, to have a spiritual reservoir and in it all to see Jesus. You know, here's a, here's a truth and a reality. Once we get a true sight of our need and a true sight of Jesus, everything changes, everything. You know, see, this podcast isn't designed to stir your emotions, but to stir the spirit of God that lives inside of you. That's where the power is. If you have come to true saving faith. Romans eight eleven says this, the spirit of God who raised Jesus from the dead lives in you. And just as God raised Christ Jesus from the dead, he will give life to your mortal bodies by this same spirit living within you. I mean, did you hear that? The same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead lives inside of you. And we must feast on God's word daily to help our spirit grow and be more and more like Jesus. You know, we want to be like the men on the road to Emmaus. Now, if you don't know that story, I would highly encourage you to read it on your own. It's found in Luke 24. But what I want to do is I want to read something that these followers, these disciples of Jesus said when they finally realized who they were talking to. Okay, spoiler alert, it was Jesus. But again, make sure that you go back and read that story. I'm just taking a little snippet out of what they said. It's found in Luke 24, 32. They said to each other, didn't our hearts burn within us as he talked with us on the road and explained the scriptures to us? You see, sisters, their eyes were finally opened and they saw Jesus. And yes, everything changed. Oh, sister, I want our hearts to burn as we hear the words of Jesus and study and meditate on the word of God. That is what will bring more intimacy in our relationship with him. Our father, 
our Abba Father. He is a relational Father, and He has gone to great and priceless measures, no less the dying of His only Son, to be in relationship with you and with me. What a gift. Let me pray for you. Father, I thank you for this sweet sister that is listening to this podcast. I pray her heart and spirit have been stirred to truly see Jesus. May her heart burn as she spends time in your word. Would you speak ever so personally to her, Father? And will you kindly remind her that you love her with an everlasting love? May she seek you above all else and live to display your beauty and glory. And it's in Jesus' precious name I pray. Amen. Well, that's all for today. Thanks so much for being here. I pray the Holy Spirit has truly stirred your heart and the intimacy between you and Jesus has grown deeper. Be sure to download and follow the Stirring Hearts podcast so you never miss an episode. You can also leave a review, which helps this podcast reach more women just like you. And make sure to connect with me on social media and my website. The links are in the show notes. May the Lord bless you and stir your heart as you diligently seek him. And remember, sister, you are never alone and we are always better together.